Hey, it's Josephine. And it's Maya. And this is People Like Us. People Like Us. The podcast. Jack, also a photographer, and sorry to spoil what this episode's about, but I'm sure you read the title. Uh, I'm probably our course's resident conspiracy nut. I can agree with that title. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I picked you for this episode because of your Instagram stories. Um, if you want to like describe them a little bit, just um, like the tone, the mood, you know. Uh, God, actually, I don't even know how to. Um, I will just post a photo that I've taken, usually on like one of my more professional cameras, and then I'll have something to go with that that's usually uh, conspiracy-themed, um, religion-themed. Existential. Uh, existential. Funny. There's a lot about sex, but there can't be too much because I have a shitload of family members that follow me. <laughs> you know you can hide your story from like specific people. Really? Yeah, I hide huh. it from my parents and my sister. Mm. Right. Wow, that's actually great. I'm really gonna... <laughs> All right. Um... Okay. Yeah, we're doing conspiracy theories today. Yeah. We've, like, picked a couple. Who wants to start? I feel like maybe maybe you should go first. As a guest, okay. do you want to go guest? first? All right. Well, should I start with... Um, so I've got, I've got two. We all have two. Okay. Mm. Um, I've got the hollow slash concave earth and MK Ultra. Love this theory. Oh, what's so good? MK Ultra. Yeah. MK Ultra. No idea what it is. It's one of the few like confirmed conspiracy theories. Like one of the ones that's been explicitly mm. proven to have occurred. And it was basically this um CIA operation that took place all the way through like the nineteen sixties and seventies in the United States that like basically just picked civilians up off the street and dosed them with shit tons of acid. So something that was, like, quite common was they would get prostitutes to take clients back to, you know, like, a, a motel yeah. room or something like that. Um, they would be given a glass of water that would have, like, ten doses of acid. Jesus. Um, the woman would leave the room and they'd just lock the person in there with, like, surveillance cameras. That's crazy. That happened? Yeah. Like, yeah. this was, like, really, really... Um, common actually well not super common but apparently for a while it was an occupational hazard if you actually worked at like the CIA that you would like go in have your morning cup of coffee and then about 45 minutes later someone would come in with a clipboard and be like so how are you feeling and it was going to be one of those days again where you just spent the whole day fucked off of your mind on acid in your like work clothes I mean that's kind of exciting yeah to kind of look forward to that every day but what frustrates me is that when I do that at work, um, I can get fired. Oh my god. I mean, it isn't the 60s anymore. No, it isn't the summer of love. It's the summer of... What is this summer? Can we name this summer? This current summer? Yeah. This current summer. Uh, the summer of existential crises. I've had a lot of identity crises. Oh my god, yeah. This summer, so many. In fact, I'm getting bangs tomorrow. That's how bad <gasps> yes. it's getting. Holy yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm not getting bangs like you because yeah. otherwise it's it's just going to be pretty weird. 
slowly morph into each other. Yeah. So the curtain bangs are going to come out, and maybe it's a mistake, but maybe I'll find myself in the process. But maybe I need to do ten doses of acid to find myself. I don't know. Why don't you take a sip of your water? And just see what happens. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> by the end of this episode, we'll check back in with me just to see what's happened. And Jack's just gonna like whip out a clipboard and be like, like how, "How are you feeling?" feeling? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh Exaggerated typing. <laughs> oh, so is that what Stranger Things is based? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they actually like name MK Ultra as like the project that they um ah. pretty much just spoilers for Stranger Things season one and two follow now. <laughs> um, that's basically what they did to Eleven's mom. Is they just like picked her up, gave her a shit ton of acid while she was pregnant. And is that why Eleven has psychic powers? I thought Eleven was experimented on like afterwards because they like took they rounded up all those kids and then did experiments on them. Yeah. I always thought it was a bit of both. I mean, You're probably right because doesn't yeah, the mom have like psychic powers? She does. Yeah. 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 So maybe she was born with it. Maybe she was tested on. Maybe she took ten doses of acid while she was pregnant. Who knows? I think if you take ten doses of acid while you're pregnant, you're gonna think you're psychic anyway. I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I want to try it. To be honest, yeah. You want to try taking ten doses of acid yeah, while you're pregnant? Yeah, I also start with like one. Oh, minus the pregnant. Yeah, start with like eleven. Yeah. And then just work the way back down. Work your way back down, then do eight, and then every single time Stranger Things introduces a new sister. Yeah. 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 I really didn't like that second sister though. Yeah, it was so bad. Bad season two. Episode seven. Con- wasn't Delete it. Um, side conspiracy theory for the day. Yes. Do you think that was so that they could like start a spin-off series? Yes. But I feel like it was really poorly done because like that group of misfits that she was around, they were all like really sad tropes that and I didn't care about. I and it was really thought. unlikable. Yeah. Yeah. I was like not caring if they died or anything else like yeah get caught I, the I only care. reason i like watched that episode was to see if something important happened or i kept expecting them to like flash back to the other guys but they just never yeah. did but i hadn't even considered the fact that they might be angling for a spin-off series yeah i will not watch the show if that happens <laughs> i might netflix if you're listening um i might watch like a movie length you know netflix special Mm-hmm. But fuck no, am I going to watch 10 episodes about these, like, no. extremely dirty people it's like in, like, 1980 X-Men. Chicago? No. Yeah. It is. It's, it's like, if there's only one X-Man, and then everyone else in the show is just a squatter who, like, <laughs> is involved in, like, the personal vendetta of this psychic sociopath. Yeah, it no. actually sounds really cool. Why, why were they even there, though? Like, I, I don't why? Know. It just... I guess they had nowhere else to go, and they were like, she can kill people or make them think they're crazy. I guess she's sort of safe. I mean, I could do that, though, now. I don't have psychic powers, though. <laughs> do you? Do I have psychic powers? Yeah. Well, you know, it's debatable. I yeah. mean, we'll check in at the end of this episode, and we'll have a look. <laughs> I feel like I thought they were gonna do a spin-off of like the like the lab that Eleven came from. Like yeah. if anything, they were gonna do like all the different experiments that they were trying out. I didn't even think they were gonna do a spin-off. I thought that they were smart enough <laughs> to avoid that, but No, yeah. I feel like the smart path would be trying to make as much money as you can. With an already But is it show. I mean like didn't 
like didn't Disney just buy out like Star Wars and um, stuff and aren't they having the Game of Thrones writers like I heard about that? that today. And then Interesting. Oh, there was another franchise that Quentin T yeah. Quentin Tarantino just Yeah, he wants to make a Star Trek. Star movie, Trek that's which right. I am so excited for. I know, but also he's gross and I he's, hate him. He's so gross, but I've like already accepted that. I'm like, whatever. Oh my god. I'm here for the film. You know, my dad met Quentin Tarantino once. Really? really? In yeah. what context? Um, it was at the premiere for one of his movies that they were doing in Australia. And cool. there was just some weird-looking dude walking around the red carpet. And so my dad started talking to him because he thought he was a member of the crew. And it was Quentin Tarantino. Oh he was just God. there in, like, a like a kind of a messy black jumper and some jeans. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, like, I don't like him, but that's exactly how I dress myself. Yeah. Every movie premiere. Wow. Yeah. 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 Me too, yeah. actually. Yeah. So that's a good conspiracy theory. It was. Thanks. Yeah. I'm glad you guys like that. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't know about that. Yeah, well, it's amazing because all the documents are declassified, like, they're actually on the CIA website. On the website? Yeah, like, it's there. It's one of those open secrets. Yeah. Of the public that I mean, no one really talks about, but. And that's your homework for that's today. What, that's what I'm going home and I'm, <laughs> and I'm doing. Alright, well, yes. we're all on the watch list now. Oh, well. oh 100%. I'm pretty sure my browser history is trash. Oh, totally. oh, I mean, after the one that you're doing, yeah. your conspiracy theory. Mine's a bit long. Do you want to do one first? Yeah, I'll do my one. I only had time for one because I was going to do Princess Diana, but mm -hmm. then I kind of realised that that is too big of a conspiracy theory and I can talk on and on for hours and I couldn't cut it back down. Okay. Like, I couldn't. Basically, like, I'm going to talk about it in different episodes, but the Queen had Diana killed. Like, that's it. Right? Okay. That's just look out in case I die. But I'm going to talk about <laughs> Kurt Cobain. Okay, cool. His suicide. Mm -hmm. I'm going to set this up like a Ryan Bagara true crime, kind of, and yep. then I'm just going to go through each of the things. And then you and have, then, like, theories. Then I, yeah. Okay, this is the thing, that I think Courtney Love had Kurt Cobain murdered but i can't figure out why she would want to have him murdered okay i'm okay. familiar with parts of it like yeah. i know that well actually no let's just you this is yours <laughs> yeah yeah okay so like april 8th i'm setting the scene 1994 okay. like i think a maintenance worker finds kirk Bain dead in his apartment he's got his left hand holding a shotgun over his chest and they find a suicide note nearby um, autopsy later confirmed that he'd actually died on the 5th and it was ruled a suicide because there was a note. Mm -hmm. They didn't test the scene for fingerprints until May 6th. They didn't, like, they didn't do any, like, real forensic testing because they just thought that it was a suicide. But, um, yeah, they found two little puncture wounds on, like, inside of his arms and the, um toxicology report said that he had 1.52 milligrams per liter of heroin in his system he also had traces of valium and previous to like this suicide encounter he disappeared from a rehab and courtney love had hired a personal detective to come in and try and find him but then he started looking at this suicide and he's come to the conclusion that courtney love had him killed mm-hmm and like he's got he's got some pretty good reasons. So Tom Grant, um, yeah, hired by Courtney Love. He he like 
he like there's there's an interview with him there's a couple of interviews with him and the thing is you can't inject yourself with that much heroin and not pass out immediately so he would have never been able to shoot himself in the head with that much heroin or valium in his blood he would have done that last shot and he would have passed out instantly so he's not able to like shoot himself there's also the note he thinks the last few lines were written by Courtney Love. There's copies of the note online and when you read it, it reads like it's a I'm leaving you letter, like he was going to file for divorce from mm-hmm. Courtney. But then the last four lines kind of like say like goodbye, like I love you, Courtney, and I love you, but and it's just, it's in different handwriting. A couple of people say that it's because he was high as a kite, but I think they found traces in like a notebook that was in Courtney's apartment of her practicing his handwriting. Right. So John Bonet kind of almost. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just so it's just such a weird case. They can't confirm that it's her handwriting because they only have photocopies of the note. For some reason, like they don't give the actual note to handwriting experts. Okay. When they were like testing the case and it was just it was just a big mess. Like just there was no evidence at the scene, even though Kurt Cobain didn't have any gloves on, he had like there should have been a whole bunch of DNA testing done, but there was nothing. There was also this other detective and his name escapes me now, but he was looking at so he shot himself through the mouth with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And you'd expect there to be a lot of blood. But there was hardly any any blood at, like, this crime scene. There was, like, yeah. not enough for a shotgun, like, through the head. And so a lot of people think that that was staged and that he was either injected with the heroin beforehand and then the Valium afterwards to make it look like this was a suicide attempt. Like, in Courtney's defence... there. Oops, sorry. In Courtney's defence, like, a lot of people say that she was the one that tried to get... Cobain into rehab and so Mm -hmm. he went into rehab for her but there was an incident in Rome where he almost OD'd and he was in a coma and he like overdosed on pain pain painkillers and Courtney Love was really quick to say that after he eventually did like die she said oh yeah that was his first suicide attempt like he tried to kill himself but all the doctors at the time were saying this isn't a suicide attempt it's just because he's really sick and, you know, he's been on the road and he has, like, influenza and he's, like, just really, really sick. But she was so quick to pass it off as a suicide attempt and everyone was just like, no, no, no. He didn't try to kill himself, Courtney. Why are you trying to tell everyone something that isn't entirely true? And then there's also... Um, there was this filmmaker who was making this film about his death and he did an interview with the mentor's frontman, El Deuce, and he claims that Courtney Love offered him 50 grand to kill Kirk Cobain. And he said, oh, you know, I didn't take the money, but I know who did. And, like, they haven't been able to confirm exactly who would have been able to kill him. But it's just, it's very suspicious. I, I believe that he was killed. Yeah. But I feel like that last bit's a bit... <laughs> Yeah. Bit much. But yeah. at the same time, if it's not Courtney though, who is it? Because yeah, I I truly do think that he was murdered, but 
the other thing I heard was like, isn't it like physically impossible pretty much to like shoot yourself with a shotgun? Like, yeah, you it's have to be able to. Fucking long. Yeah. Like, the, what I heard was that um, you have to like have it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. You've got to like hold it there with your teeth, and then you've got to like use your foot. Yeah. And like. I don't know if he was wearing shoes or something, but there was some reason that that was, like, impossible, aside mm. from the fact that he was on so much heroin. Yeah. He should barely have been able to move if yeah. he was conscious. I think it's also, if you're really going to shoot yourself in the head with a shotgun, it just all explodes. Like, your head yeah. Yeah. explodes. Your skull isn't there anymore. He, he, as far as I know, and everything I read, I'm pretty sure his skull was still intact, so... But no one, so no was, one tested... So the, was the gun fired? The one that was next to him? No one knows. So he had the gun lying on his chest with his left hand okay. holding it. And then they found the suicide note in like a little pot plant, like a couple of meters away. Okay. But they found his body a couple of days later, which I guess could get rid of some of the evidence. But at the same time, there's no way that you're going to shoot yourself with a shotgun. You can't, like, really fit that into your mouth yeah. that well anyway. Most of the time when people shoot themselves in the head with a shotgun, they do it under their chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your, your yeah. head just explodes. It, yeah, it explodes. But no one, no one questioned it. No one did any DNA testing. No one did anything until May 6th after a couple of his friends came forward and were just like, um, this doesn't really add up. We think that he might have been murdered. And then they were just like... Oh, okay. Let's go and check everything back for fingerprints. Oh, what? It's been a couple of... It's like a month later and all the evidence is destroyed. Oh, shame. That is so frustrating. Yeah. 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 Police incompetence. Always. Yeah. I know. But I feel like the moment they see the suicide note, I feel like everything else is disregarded and they're like, yeah. oh, okay, we know exactly what's happened here. True, but I know... I think in a couple of his notebooks, he would go back later and add stuff. But when you read the note, it reads like, and like, I'm going to leave you note, not a, I'm going to kill myself note. It's, it's the last four lines that were written after the note was originally written that imply that he's killing himself and it's in different handwriting. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing about being on heroin doesn't just like change your handwriting to a legible script <laughs> yeah. of just somebody completely different. Mm. It just means that you like can't write. Like you physically are unable to. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure at this point the only people that could actually try to get that investigation reopened, like the only people who have like enough of a cause to would be Courtney Love mm. and then her and Kurt Cobain's daughter. Yeah. And neither of them, well, obviously, like, she's not going to be like, oh, yeah, my mom had my dad killed, and she's not going to reopen the investigation. No, no. It's just, it's just a big old mess. But then I can see why people think that he was killed, but Courtney Love didn't because of that Rome incident, but a lot of people do think that she did slip pills into one of his drinks and then that's how he OD'd and she tried to kill him then but then it's also brings into question why would she then go on and call for medical assistance when he did collapse and you know fall into a coma 
I mean, I can. I think if she if she was wanting to kill him, then it makes it pre- it look it makes it look like he was suicidal before mm-hmm. a suicide was staged. Right. That's the only way that I can justify her being the one to have him murdered. Like that's why she would have done that. But at the same time, a little part of my brain is just like maybe maybe it was someone else. But then I have no idea who well, else would have wanted. Cause. Yeah, who else would have wanted Kurt Cobain dead? Why did they want him dead? I actually don't know. I remember I listened to a podcast episode that was full of like oh, this yeah. one case, but I, it was so long ago I can't even remember. But I did know that like Kurt and Courtney were having like problems, and mm. she was really like, I don't know, there was trouble there, mm. and so it's not like far fetched that she would do something. But murder is a bit far. I mean, you just think that you just want to get a divorce, though. <laughs> or, like, consciously uncouple, just but murder. Getting your husband assassinated. But they're such, like, a public couple that maybe, like... True. Death by his own hand is, removes her from the whole situation. That's she, true. She did also have quite a successful music career after that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, yeah. For a while, I... Well, I guess kind of forgot that it was Courtney Love. Yeah. And so for a long time, I would say Courtney Cox killed Kurt Cobain. Oh my god. And so I accidentally <laughs> implicated the star of Cougar Town oh my in god. Like, the murder of Kurt Cobain. Oh god. I think I was like 13, but like still. Still, a lot of people now probably think Courtney Cox yeah. killed Kurt Cobain. Especially with your Instagram stories. Like, you're very influential in the conspiracy theory world now. Oh, yeah. Those are actually all coded messages, <laughs> like a lone gunman type organization. Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, you started a movement now. Yeah. She's going to be fired. Hashtag Courtney Cox killed Kurt Cobain. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope she's okay. Okay. You, okay. Let's, which one are you gonna start? Let's do this. With? We're doing Pizzagate, guys. Oh, uh, Pizzagate. I don't. It's I don't really know one. anything about this. I remember I mentioned it in like an episode. You I can't do which and one? I and I was like, I'll tell you later. Yeah. It was the second one. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, thanks for remembering. You remember? I'm pretty good with stuff like that. Oh my gosh. What was the second episode? I can't remember. The ghosts. Oh, ghosts. Yeah. Channel. Okay. Okay. I underestimated how long this story was because <laughs> i remember reading about it and i was like oh yeah it's just about that pizza place it's so much more okay so i got most of my information from vote which is like this ugly mirror website i've read it but it's the best post i could find so in october of 2016 there were files uploaded onto wikileaks that were found to be the emails from politician john podesta's private email address um, John Podesta is the chair and counselor for the Center for American Progress, which is a public policy organization. Um, but he was previously the chief of staff to Bill Clinton and counselor to Barack Obama. At the time in 2016, he was also the chairman of Hillary's presidential campaign. So like a pretty important guy, I guess. Um, these emails that were leaked were also tied to the same Russian cyber attack that attacked Hillary's private emails. So within these emails, there are a lot of information about presidential campaign stuff, insider information about the Clinton Foundation, and so a lot of people were looking into these emails, and through looking through these emails, there were repeated use of some weird key terms, namely the term cheese pizza, which Urban Dictionary cites as being code for child pornography, because it's usually um, like shortened to CP, and then yeah. cheese pizza is like 
the same kind of thing. It's just like code, uh, but like also a weird, weird, weird choice. And also in these emails, the pizza thing continued with linking it to a pizza restaurant called Comet Pizza and Ping Pong, um, described as a friendly family restaurant in the emails. So Comet Pizza and Ping Pong is a pizza parlor owned by James Alphantis, who's an associate to the Podesta family and a DC insider. In 2012, GQ names him to be one of the 50 most powerful people in Washington, DC. Um, upon investigation, in brackets, internet sleuthing, into the restaurant, people thought that it was a front for a child sex trafficking organization. Oh. And oh, unfortunately, boy. there's a lot of evidence. So, okay, some of the evidence is a bit like, uh, it's a bit far-fetched, but some of it's like, oh. <laughs> oh. It's, it's a bit, bit close. Okay, so we're going to start with Comet Pizza and Ping Pong, which, as I was typing this out, I was also like, it's C, P, like, triple P, but I was like, oh, more CP initials. Okay, so James Alphantis, he is the owner of Comet Pizza and Ping Pong. He's also connected to the Podestas and to the Clintons. So he's the partner of David Brock, who is the chief of media matters for the Democratic Party and one of the founders of a super PAC that is one of the number one supporters for the Clinton campaign. He emailed Tony Podesta a number of emails, and one of them was attached image of Hillary's logo with a pizza slice in it and the Comet logo. And he was, um, he actually, what's that word? It's like when you cook for someone. Catered? <laughs> yeah, he catered for a Hillary event and like did desserts and stuff. And so that's like one link there. I actually have a photo of it. Oh, wow. I have so many... Is it is it bad? Like, can this be the cover-up for this? Yeah, it's just, like, a lot of weird connections in a lot of strange places. So this oh. is the logo. It's, like, a little invitation. Pizza for the party. So that's the Hillary Clinton logo. And this was the old Comet Ping Pong logo, mm. that green one. They've actually changed it since because it's it's been called out in a couple of places, which I'll explain in, in a second. Oh, but so there's one connection. And then... We have Clinton's personally emailed Alphantis to thank him for cooking at one of her fundraisers. Oh. And he posted like a screen cap of this letter on his Instagram. Um, he's also received payments of over $20,000 from one of the other super PAC primary funders of the Clinton campaign. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of money moving around and it's yeah. very strange. Okay, so let's talk about his Instagram right now. Because it's extremely questionable, and after all these emails came out, he came, he became private. But there's a couple websites you can use to like yeah. get an archived version why, of what it why was. Why is it questionable? Let me tell you why. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, first of all, let's start with this profile photo, which was a statue of An Antinous, who is the boy lover of a Roman emperor and the symbol of pederastry. Oh, so, See, like, good start. It's sort of like... That doesn't have, like, an innocent explanation. I know. And it's like, if you are a pedophile, why would you do that? Like, publicly. Is he trying to get caught? I, f I feel like he is. Okay. Anyways, um, he posted a picture with a baby, presumably his own, I'm hoping. And the caption was, chicken lover. Which is derogatory slang to describe a man who likes underage boys. I'll show you the photo. Oh my god, what the... What? Yeah. It kind of amazes me, like, 
the truth of this one aside, how many politicians and how many people in positions of power get away so frequently with going after kids? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, we won't go into it today, I guess, but the Westminster child sex ring, which oh, is, like... I have yeah. no idea what that is. Yeah. Well, the police have just refused to investigate it, but there's this massive amount of evidence to suggest mm-hmm. that, like, basically a, a huge amount of people in British Parliament are involved in, like, pedophilic behaviour. Oh, uh, yeah. That's unfortunate. It's also kind of, like, disgusting how they're so, like, self-assured that they can say it in public. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Jeez, if you're going to do gross shit, do it underground. Just don't do gross shit. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Just be a normal human being. I don't know if I can say this as a guest on People Like Us, but from the team at People Like Us, please don't have sex with children. Oh, yeah, yeah, we We support that that. message. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, please don't have sex with kids. Yeah, I feel like it didn't need to be said, but thank you for saying it. Apparently it kind of does. Yeah, I know, like... You think about it and you're like, Jesus. Okay, so I don't have the photo with the baby. Unfortunately, I thought I saved it. But um, next one is, he posted a picture of a young girl jokingly with arms taped to a ping pong table. Like her arms are like outstretched in front of her and they're like taped over. I'll show you. Um, And the caption was um, stating new procedure for our youngest guests. And this is the photo. Oh, that's the mood. Hold on. But how does Instagram let this stuff stay up? Because technically it's not, like, outright. Like, it's just, like, very suggestive in places. I feel like... So, so like, you guys can't put your nipples on, like, Instagram. But there are these, like, sexually suggestive images of children. Oh, okay. That's really questionable. No. Yeah. Is that a guy standing behind her, too? I'm gonna hope it's the father in some way, but yeah. So it's taking the photo. James Alphantis. So it says new seating area slash procedure for your youngest guest question mark. Hilaire, as in like hilarious. But is that hilaire as in Hillary? (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were gonna say that. God. (laughs) Yep. What the heck? On to the next one. Like, I have a lot of his Instagram. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, oh, this one's bad. So he posted a picture of a new walk-in freezer for the pizza place with the hashtag kill room and hashtag murder. Like, it can't get more outright than that, can it? What? No. Look, you... this... I mean, that does look like a place you, you would go to die. Yeah, and yeah. then there's, like, other friends comment, like, just rinse it off when you're done and hashtag what would Jesus do? You know, I actually, I'm not sure if I can say this with authority, but I'm also quite sure that Jesus was against having sex with children. Yeah, you hope. Yeah. Yeah. You think. I mean. I don't speak for Jesus, but I'd hope he's not be like that. I'll speak for Jesus. Mm. And like, if any kind of church has a problem with me saying that Jesus is against having sex with children, they can send me an email on okavijack at (laughs) gmail.com. But, like... <laughs> I think you might get a couple of emails back, you know, knowing the couple of scandals that have been going around. Yeah, Just a couple. at msn.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, this was the um, Hillary letter that he received. What? Okay. 
how is how is this not something that we heard about though in the news? Because I just when I'll the emails came out. Oh, okay. you. Um, yeah, because okay, every report except one, which I'll talk about later, deemed it fake news. Like, and then it was gone. It was like fake news, internet, like shitstorm. It's fake. <laughs> Widened eyes. It's fake, guys. So <laughs> and that's it. Did she like buy off the media? Do you think? I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure she owns her half of the media. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is where it gets a little bit tedious. So in 2007, there's an FBI report about pedophiles and the common symbols that pedophiles use to determine or, like, show other people Mm. what their kind of attraction is. Mm. And the symbols for Comet Pizza and Ping Pong... And another pizza parlor, like three doors down, called Besta, shows striking similarities. So, okay, I'm going to show you the FBI reports first. Mm -hmm. So this is the first half. These are symbols for what you describe as boy lovers. Okay? So it's basically a strange-looking triangle. Yeah. If either of you guys, so if anyone listening has seen Atlantis, The Lost Empire, it's kind of like the A. <laughs> oh my <ladies>. no! <laughs> that's oh a whole nother theory. That, that's a, yeah, that's a conspiracy yeah. theory. Okay, itself. and then this one is girl lover and child lover. Mm-hmm. Are you uncomfortable yet? Which? I'm extremely uncomfortable. This looks kind of like the streets logo. Yeah. I know. Oh my god. It's a bit. See, but that's where it gets, like, kind of muddy. Because I was looking at this, like, okay, this is an FBI report, so I kind of have to believe it. But it's also, like, the symbols. Symbols can be used in a number of different ways. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'll show you Comet Pizza's old logo, which is this one. Oh. The one on the far right, which is strikingly similar to the child lover one. And then oh. this is Best of Pizza, three doors down. Seat. These don't even, like, there's no reason for these logos to be this shape. Like, they don't actually communicate anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, they actually just look like pizza-fired logos of this, like, pedophile slang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was a bit like, oh, okay, they're sort of similar. But then I found out that Besta Pizza has changed their logo, which just blatantly removes the triangle because they got called out. Well, I mean, but that's also what you would do in their defense if you weren't a child sex trafficking ring and people said that your logo looks like symbols used by pedophiles. That's true. That's true, I guess. And I think I have Comet Pizza's new logo as well. I mean, that's a... This is a bit more of a redesign. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's like an okay design, though. Yeah, yeah. Damn, their graphic design team. (laughs) Yeah, they, they hired a good one. Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd want to hire a good one if you were trying to get Definitely. out of these accusations. I promise we are not operating a child sex trafficking ring. <laughs> yeah. Look, we changed our logo. Now you can't say anything. Okay, so now we move on to an employee's Instagram. He's just some, some dude who works there. But he has posted a couple of promotional images for Comet pizza most of them which are sexually orientated for no reason what so there's that one it says come visit 
Cum is spelt C-U-M, by the way. Yeah. This man has, like, honey drizzled over his stomach. Yep. But some... They advertise this as, like, a family-friendly restaurant, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. And then it's, like, it's tagged with Comet Ping Pong, so you could probably find it if his Instagram wasn't privatised now, but... Yeah. It's strange marketing, right? It gets worse. Just, just a little bit worse. Oh, okay. So the one we're looking at now is... Um, obviously from a scene from a male porn video mm-hmm. where the two men um, are obviously sucking some other guy's dick, but instead of a dick, they've photoshopped in a slice of pepperoni pizza and then below it in, like... Really crude word art text? In really crude word art text, it says, mmm, pizza, but pizza, the pizza in pizza is superimposed over really bad word art for penis. Yep. And then the comment from someone else is, delete this, and then the original poster says, delete your life. <laughs> so obviously it doesn't take a lot of criticism. See, this person who says delete this, is, their screen name is Cisgena, like a combination of cisgendered and Jenna, like Caitlyn yeah, Jenna. Yeah, I, I didn't even realise that. Oh, no. This is like, so I think that's just somebody like vaguely homophobic. Mm. But then... But they're standing up. Oh no, why? Oh, are they standing up because they're offended that it's true three guys? Or because they genuinely think it's bad marketing for the bad marketing? (laughs) Or are they objecting to this because these two men are of age? Oh, interesting. Maybe it's a combination of all three. And then I think I have one more. Yep. And this one's just like a cartoon of people blatantly having sex on a piece of pizza. This is really bizarre too. This is in some kind of like, like neon 1980s-esque like Tronscape. Yep. And they're like floating. On a pizza. There's a random cactus. Oh my God. I don't understand why these two blocks are like Graphic filled. design is <laughs> their passion. It's art, maybe. Okay. They're just, it's just really bad. It's. It's like how is he? Maybe tagging? I'd appreciate it if it was in a different context, not as an advertisement for a family pizza parlor. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting if this wasn't linked to a child sex ring. Yeah. And but how is he tagging his place of employment and not being fired? Oh, yeah, because of the child sex ring. She's like yeah. a subtle whistleblower, but also really in support of sex. Just okay. Oh my god. This is just wild. Okay, also, I'm sorry. This is a different friend slash employee. It's a, it's a photo from his childhood. And he's... It's a young boy holding a shotgun with a couple of dead birds in front of him. Or, like, dead animals. And then the caption is, hashtag, the photo that would be on the news. <laughs> it's like, have you ever heard of those, like, the three, yeah, that, yeah. like, signs of a serial killer in, yeah, their, in their childhood? Yeah, my yeah. Murdering, murdering animals. animals being just... Isn't it like a blunt force trauma to the head as a child? And yep. then what's the third one? Uh, sexual abuse or just yeah. like abuse in the home. Oh my god, I could be a serial I you... fractured my skull when I was like four. Yeah. Have you yeah. murdered small animals? No, and I laid haven't. them out in front of you? No, for I'm, actually, I'm actually vegetarian, so exactly. I haven't. But yeah, in Mind Hunter. One out of three. My favorite show. Like, so good. It's so good i just got my mom hooked on it and she's like obsessed like they literally talk about like signs of how to catch serial killers 
and potentially like disturbing people and that's one of the signs and I remember the scene where he's trying to like explain it to the kids mm-hmm. and it's just oh, Mindhunter is everything I wanted Chroma Minds to be but couldn't it's just so good but that's such a bad photo I know it's, it's terrible uh, it's, like, it's weird. You know when they talk about like not posting stuff on social media <laughs> that you wouldn't want your boss to see? Yeah. Like I feel like a photo of just you having shot like a bunch of birds is like one of those. Mm-hmm. But then all of these like vaguely sexual photos of pizza are like also one of those. Yeah. Mm. Because like and this is a bit of a side note. Not only do you not want that associated with your business, if you're a legitimate business person, but pizza is the least sexy of all foods. Exactly. Like, there is no time I want to have sex less than right after I eat pizza. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty it's, true. It's a good point. I'm bloated and my hands and face have, like, heaps of oil on them. <laughs> I'm, like, not the fun kind. Oh, my God. And yet here we are. And yet here we are. Busting the fucking Clintons wide open. Yeah. 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 It's it's fun. Okay. What else have we got? Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So, convicted sex offender Robert L. Robinson, who had raped a 13-year-old girl, had Jesus. a Flickr account, which I actually found. Um, and amongst his, quote-unquote, favorite images, I'm assuming that's mean, like, what he liked or something. But then that's I realized insane. he, like, actually reposted it to his profile. Um... Featured many young girls, but also featured Comet Pizza and Ping Pong. I'm going to try and open this. Because I... I mean, you'd think they wouldn't use their real names. You'd think that if you're going to be living this disgusting double life, you'd think you'd be a little bit more careful. Yeah. But then, like, all of this other shady shit that's come out about the Clintons was so, like, unhidden. Yeah. Like... The, I, I mean, I guess the big one is him, like, just having sex with his secretary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then lying about it blatantly on national television. He's, a, he's not a very good liar, yeah. either. No, he's not. I, like, I don't like the Clintons. I like them more than, obviously, Trump. the Trump. Yeah. But I I do own, I own the Clinton re-election campaign jumper. I have the sweatshirt. I found it in an op shop. It's from, um, yeah, his, like, encore. That was his whole, like, go at the presidency again was the encore, and it's him playing the saxophone. It's a brilliant sweater. It's a great sweater. I wear it all the time. I wear it just around the house. I wear it down to the shops. But I'm low-key worried that people are going to now, like, look at me and be like, Clinton. I think there's, like, an accepted ignorance of everything mm. that they've done. That's true. Yeah. Just because they are the better alternative than a mm. lot of other people. But mm. yeah. it's for sure that they're murderers. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. turning a blind eye. Yeah. I, like, wear it ironically. And I was going to wear it to uni last year, but then I was like, no. <laughs> there's no way I can wear this to uni. Even though, like, they're just gross people. And Bill Clinton's just a terrible person. Terrible person. It's such a funny jumper. Yeah. And the fact that it's legit vintage, I'm so conflicted. But after this, I'm definitely never wearing this jumper. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Outside of my but, So, sorry. Oh, sorry. you sorry. to say something? Yeah, but it was like a bit of a sidetrack, so maybe we can just do this. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. I another thing about the Clintons. Yeah, I have a cute little story about 
Hillary Clinton a bit later. Oh, but just like to end this all off. Yeah. Okay, so here we have a nice assortment of images. It's what I'm assuming is Robert L. Ron Robinson yeah. eating some pizza. Um, and then you have a couple shots of Comet Pizza and Ping Pong, and then you have some interior shots, people enjoying themselves. Oh, and then just some young women in a club. And then, like, it's basically that assortment, but Uni Wi-Fi is being brilliant right now. But it's that, it's that kind of mixing of just from random... From a pride? From, yeah, well. from a pride celebration, just, like, women in a club. And then, like, Comet Pizza and eating pizza. Like, that's, that's basically the assortment of his Flickr page. Like, there's nothing else. It's very strange. But it's like, so you have convicted sex offenders just blatantly associating themselves with Comet Pizza. It's, it's quite something. It's not looking good for their business. No. 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 no, it's not great. Okay, let's talk about John and Tony Podesta. So they are good friends with known ad and admitted pedophile former Republican Congressman Dennis Hastert. And one of the leaked emails on WikiLeaks suggested um, in which Tony Podesta suggested that Hastert should vanish to an undisclosed Japanese island after the news broke that he was a pedophile. So it's just, just straight out being like, leave. <laughs> See, like, it's also a weird thing to say, just being like, you should vanish instead of you should be convicted and go to jail. Mm -hmm. Like, there's the obvious implication there that this guy, like, should just escape all culpability for his crimes. Yep. It's based... Oh, I don't know. I, I have nothing to say. Um, Podesta was also sent an email that described him leaving behind a black and white handkerchief with a map that seems pizza-related. Like, word for word, that's what it said. A handkerchief with a map that seems pizza-related. Okay, now there's a theory that gays use handkerchiefs as symbols for, like, coding what their sexual preference is. And so... Like, depending where they place it, they're either, like, a top or a bottom, and then, like, oh, colours yeah, yeah. and different heard, things. I've heard yeah, about this, yeah. Yeah, it was a much bigger deal, like, well, basically, back when you couldn't be yeah. gay, out and gay without getting killed. Exactly. In Sydney by the police, actually. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, which is, a, I guess, a conspiracy. Like, maybe next episode we'll just do a bunch of sad, proven Australian conspiracy <laughs> theories. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we should do that. Um, so the colors black, a symbol for BDSM and white is speculated to symbolize pedophilia because white is purity and innocence and Man, shit like that. I feel like it should just be vanilla. Like I just, I want some pretty like nondescript penis in ass action. Maybe just like a cream, like a nice yeah. cream. Yeah. Like a nice <laughs> kind of... <laughs> I'm sorry, just... <laughs> What are the well, pedophiles going to have? They've already taken white. Well, I mean, like, I just... Fucking pedophiles shouldn't have a place in the gay community. No, which, they shouldn't. They shouldn't have a place in this world. Just yeah, as true. is. Look, yeah. you should be in therapy. If there's anyone there at home with feelings that they're ashamed of, please see a therapist. They can help you. Just... But it doesn't even seem like they're ashamed of this. No, yeah. they're not. Like, after all, it's just... It's just mind hunter. They just want to talk about it constantly. Yeah. yeah. And oh my god. It's actually, something you like totally see with a lot of sex criminals like this is that they're just not remotely ashamed of what they've done. 
sociopaths. A lot of them. Um, other cryptic emails from John and Tony Podesta asking if Podesta would do better playing dominoes on cheese than on pasta. Um, there's some assumptions that dominoes is code for domination, which I don't find far-fetched. Cheese and pasta, I don't even want to begin to know what that means. Let's see and pee again. Yeah. Why are they going to be like this? Um, Tony Podesta has a very questionable art collection. He's got a collection of art by... I cannot say this. What is... What is it like? <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to put your um, name as is. Is that oh. Biana Djurdjevic? That sure, let's go with Djurdjev- that. Hang on one second. Djurdjevic. Okay. 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 I can't say that quickly, but... That's fine. I believe you. Um, depicting extreme physical and sexual abuse of children. What? Yep. I think that alone... Yeah, and it's like an extensive extensive collection. Why is this person making this art in the first place? I don't know, you could probably defend it with expression and whatever. Um, Images of naked teenagers, art portraying cannibalism or murder, and he has a really nice headless statue of Jeffrey Dahmer's decapitated victim. Oh, what? I'll show you. Like, how does this actually... It's an art piece. But... You'd still think that right. someone would be like, no, you know. <laughs> that's I, wrong. I feel like that's kind of the not... selling point on this for me. Why is no one Why is no one just calling out the behavior or any There it is. What the... The yes. statue was like polished bronze or like polished brass. Yeah. For everyone who can't see this right now. What? Tony and Heather Podesta's house, question mark? Huh, they have such a beautiful collection, says the comments. Why are we, why are we glorifying this? <laughs> Jeffrey Dunn was a terrible person. Yeah, he was a serial killer. Hashtag art envy. In what world? I just... Uh... Yeah, like, I'm, I'm kind of sold on this now. Like, up until this point, I was like, this kind of just seems like a lot of coincidences or things that mm-hmm. could potentially be coincidences. But after the extensive collection of art that centers around the sexual abuse of children and the yes. serial killers of... Because Jeffrey Dahmer went after kids, didn't he? I have, I have no idea about who this guy I is. I think he was after women. Or maybe a mix of both. Maybe he, he's one of... Oh, I don't know. I, I, I he's still a serial ones. killer. Like, yeah. He kept his heads in his fridge, that's what I remember. Oh. It wouldn't even keep for long. Like, because no. he it, would eat in them. The <laughs> what? Yeah, Jeffrey Dunn was the cannibal. Cannibal. I have no and idea had, who this is. He had seven severed heads in his fridge when they found him, and he would eat the bodies of his victims. The bodies and not the heads, like. No, or... there was his trophies. Cause like, okay, first of all, you think you'd put that in the freezer? At Maybe least. He ran out of space. <laughs> oh my god. I feel, Sorry, what? I take a really lighthearted. This uh, happened? Look on this. this is real? Stuff that, like. You've never heard of Jeffrey Dunn? No. Yeah. Am I living in the dark? I mean, cannibalism, though, is my greatest fear. See, oh. like, I feel like people like this and, like, that weird Japanese dude. I shouldn't even say weird, he's just a murderer. Mm. Like. They're all pretty weird. I mean, it's, yeah. like, it's not a wrong description. 
Like, I feel like these people give cannibalism a bad name. And, like, they're with me here. <laughs> like, there are cultures that engage in, like, ritualistic eating of the dead. Mm. And that's something that's gone on for a while. But they've died of natural causes. Yeah, or, like, they've been killed in battle or something like that. Mm. There's a big difference between, like, having a societally accepted ritualized way of, like, consuming dead people, which I should really stress I haven't done. <laughs> um... <laughs> And just just killing someone and eating them. Like... I'm, like, low-key terrified that someone will kill me or, like, kill me slowly and then eat parts of me in front of me. Terrified of that happening. Whoa, that was one of... That's so specific. Yeah, okay, I know. This is, like, really specific. But then I'm also terrified that someone's going to give me human flesh and I'm not going to know. They're going to tell me that it's, like, fake vegetarian like like fake meat i'm gonna eat it and then i'm gonna get a taste for it and then i'm gonna have to go around and kill people just to live like i'm terrified of being eaten and then turning into a cannibal like those are my two you you can be self-assured that that will never happen what if someone puts it on a pizza in what (laughs) like oh no wait sorry you were right before he he was the one with like the little boys but he also went for like gay men Jesus Christ. And he killed 17 young men between 1978 and 1991. Holy fuck. And yeah, he would drug them and then kill them by bludgeoning or strangling them. And then um, he bored holes into their skull, injected them with hydraulic acid. Oh, I remember this one. Or boiling water into the brain. To render a permanent, submissive, and unresistant state. Oh my god. While they were alive? Yeah, it must have been. Oh, boy. Yeah, see, his head was placed in the refrigerator and his torso in the 57-gallon drum. How did he learn how to do that, though? Practice. See, like, for the whole thing, like, you just need a power drill. Like, I know that Mm -hmm. there's, like, people in, there's, like, Siberian cultures that practice trepanning. But that's, like, there's a huge difference between just, like, drilling somebody's skull to, like, lobotomize them and, like, having these, like, ritualistic practices. Yeah. And, like, his whole MO kind of seems like it was inspired by, like, I guess, like, weird ideas about mysticism and, like... Yeah. As yeah. quote-unquote tribal rituals and things like that. Mm. He was a strange man. Yeah, I... Yeah, no one's gonna argue with you on that one. I really can't believe you hadn't heard of him. No, never... I get all my heavy hitters mixed up, so I'm like, which one? Oh, yeah, what? Like, the heavy hitter serial killers. Yeah. They're all kind of blend together. I just, I just like the ones with, you know, cool personalities. Like, Ed Kemper. I, I don't love Ed Kemper. I don't like Um, any serial killers. I don't like any serial killers, but he seems like the friendliest, like, to have a conversation He was the, he loved having conversations. He was the one in Mindhunter towards the end. Yeah, I don't hear Ed Kemper. Yeah, the one with the... I just love his case because it's so freaking hilarious. Because he was like the smartest, but also the dumbest person I've yeah, ever heard of. That's because he didn't even like try and cover up after himself. No. He just did it. No. And then he fucking turned himself in for literally no reason. But he was just so nice and so well liked that no one, everyone was just like, nah, I can't they be him. Are. No. Ted Bundy, one of the most liked people ever. Oh my god. Um. Oh yeah. So anyway. Do you guys? Should- Totally do a Charles Manson episode. Oh, I would 
You see, I know nothing about Charles Manson. Let's talk about Charles Manson for like three seconds. Okay, yep. He was barely at any of the murders. The main guy for the Manson family was fucking Tex, who was a drug dealer. And like the first murder was a drug dealer that went wrong. And Charles Manson was not fucking smart enough to even like instruct the family. So it was Tex and that main chick who I can never remember the name of. I just, I just love the whole idea behind Helter Skelter. Oh my god, like, they didn't even spell it right. Have you heard of this one? No, no I know nothing Beatles about Charles Manson. They based their ideologies on Beatles songs. Of like what? Charles Manson's like bizarre interpretation of Helter Skelter, which was basically like, I'm going to use some like, I'm going to use Charles Manson's like gross racial ideas mm. here. These aren't mine. But he essentially believed that there was going to be an apocalyptic race war between black people and white people that black people would win but would be unable to govern themselves because he viewed them as inferior. So his idea was um, him, the Manson family, and the four members of the Beatles would hide in this paradise-like cave called the Bottomless Pit before Charlie Manson and the four members of the Beatles em- like emerged as five like angelic god kings that would rule over Earth forever. So like they would, they went out, lived together, and hid until they waited for the apocalypse to happen, and then they would return to, like, take ownership and lead all the rest of the surviving people. It was what? ridiculous. Uh, uh, See, I'm pretty sure the bottomless pit, though. Yeah. You could have come up with a better name for starters. Like I mean, that's yeah, your paradise. Sort of oh my god. What? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, looking I'm pretty into sure that. Tex was high off his ass and thought of that, and then because I'm pretty sure Charles was just there to fuck all the women. He was just there to like play guitar really, really badly. Yeah, you know he really wanted a music career, and one of his triggers in the middle of all this stuff was when he was really good friends with the manager of the Backstreet Boys, and then they stole his song and they got famous off of it, and then Charles was really pissed off. Which and I'm pretty sure that was when that was when he took the Manson family out. Yeah, um, Backstreet's Back All Right is actually all about um, <laughs> him and the Beatles emerging as angelic god kings <laughs> and ruling over the earth, which is populated entirely at this point by African Americans. Oh my god! I'm really surprised you guys missed that. Oh my god! No, the Manson no. family is something else. It's making sense. Backstreet's you need to be educated. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, educate me, please. I knew nothing. I thought I knew it all. Okay, I swear there's a little bit left. Okay, (laughs) so back to Tony Podesta and his weird-ass art collection. Um, So Tony sent an email to John Podesta with the subject line, Last night was fun. Quote, with the simple message of, Still in the torture chamber. (laughs) It's like, oh, there it is. It's just too at this point. I know, it's ridiculous. I, I really can't get past the whole collection of art about abusing children. Yeah. Like, I feel like you should, like, if you, if one of those gets bored for you, like, a federal agent should just show up and ask you a couple of questions. Mm. But nobody's asking questions because he's one of the 50 most powerful men in D.C. Yeah, this guy who owns a pizza shop. It must not be yeah. a big town. Okay, let's talk about the Clintons for a bit and their pedophilic links. So, Bill Clinton is known to have flown multiple times on the private jet of disgraced billionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein to his private pedophile island, Little St. James. What? 
which is a really fucked up name. What? There's an island? Everything about that. <laughs> and what? then the private jet was called Little Lolita. No. Yes. And he was joined by Hillary on occasion. And then on top of that, Jeffrey Epstein also claimed to be a co-founder of the Clinton Foundation, which... Oh my god, I'm gonna have to burn that fucking jumper. <laughs> Jesus. And then um, Hillary was sent email updates on the prosecution of Laura Silsby, who was caught trafficking children in Haiti. Silsby got off through the legal advice of George Puello, who was later also convicted of sex trafficking and is still wanted for sex trafficking in four other countries. Jesus. Yep. Okay, so the Washington, D.C. Metro Police Department claimed it investigated Pizzagate and concluded that the allegations were false. However, a response to the to an FOIA request demonstrated that no investigation was actually conducted. Mm. Um, Reddit CEO Steve Hoffman, this was a good day, I remember this one, banned the subreddit for Pizzagate filled with internet sleuths and amateur investigators to update each other on new findings, claiming the investigation was engaging in a quote-unquote witch hunt, which didn't actually happen because there was never any harassment of any kind, and it was all based on public information. So why... Did the police say they investigated it when they didn't? It's either they were bought off, they didn't want to bother with an internet conspiracy theory, or they just didn't believe it. Um, bots have also been discovered on Twitter, which have led to the suspension of accounts of users discussing Pizzagate and censoring the hashtag for hashtag Pizzagate. Fun. Um, da -da 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 -da. Okay, I found this video of um, some, like, the manager of Comet pizza and ping pong and like in the video it's like this really awkward girl actually it's like it's sort of like a news segment but it's like homemade um and she's like they wouldn't tell us the secret of their pizza sauce but they did tell us this and he said the secret is it's an empowerment and empowerment by definition is trust so like i trust that the relationship that i have with the customers is that they understand i look out for them and in response they look out for us like, what did that have to do with anything? I watched the whole video and I was like... It to do with pizza. <laughs> it's all about, like, mutual confidentiality. Yeah, between, it's like, like this trust and it's like, you're a pizza place. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I put... Like, I, when I order pizza, I trust them not to put human flesh on my pizza. Yeah. Like, yeah. I that's... also trust them to have children in mind if it's a family pizza parlor. I like yeah. to think that I trust that, that I won't get food poisoning as well, but... Yeah. What? It's pretty weird. That doesn't make any sense, though. Just... Everything about this is just so strange. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I promise I'm all this done. Okay, CBS 46, which apparently they have 45 other channels. I don't know, I was confused. But they did a five-minute report on the Pizzagate scandal. It was, like, literally five minutes and, like, 30 seconds. The only media coverage it received that did not dismiss it as a hoax. The report was later removed off of the CBS website. So all you have is, like, mirrors on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then this all culminates on the 4th of December in 2016 when a lone gunman opened fire inside the pizza place. Oh, my God. He used an assault rifle, firing it into a locked cabinet, which was where he believed the children were kept. He injured no one and has been sentenced to four years in prison. And that's the end of that, basically. Unless you see, like, posts on Reddit, but it's basically died down because there's no subreddit anymore. And no one will report on it. So yeah, Except for us. Except for us. Except for us. And if we get plugged in the next week, um, it was the fucking Clintons. Yep. You know why? 
Yeah. Yeah. We love being killed. Um, Sell my sweater on eBay. <laughs> must. You could get a lot of money for that, actually. I know, but I've worn it too many times, so... I can't. I do have a little bit of an update for that lady, Laura mm. Silsby, who was in Haiti mm. yeah. with the Clinton Foundation. Um, in early in 2017, a woman called Monica Peterson was working in Haiti for the Human Trafficking Center. Um, she was investigating suspicions of the Clinton Foundation being used as a front for human trafficking. She wrote a blog detailing her progress, looking into the foundation and investigation into Hillary's emails when they were leaked. And she linked a lot of money deals and the Clintons' connections to government in Haiti and some suspicious things. And she's dead. What? She rocked up dead like two weeks after one of her blog posts was um, posted. And this is a nice little quote from her. The real significance of this scandal is human trafficking happening through the Clintons' corral complex. That's two huge human trafficking scandals, an environmental degradation scandal and a social displacement scandal, a present election scandal, a scandal with billions in unaccounted for earthquake aid, all leading directly back to the Clinton's racist cryonism in Haiti. And her family have not been able to get clear answers about her death. Jesus. So yeah, it's a nice little story about the Clintons. I mean, but the Clintons just full stop is so fucking shady. I know. So many people just keep dying. Yeah. Then, like, actually, I didn't know what the whole deal was with, like, the private email server until recently. Mm. Like, did you guys, like, read much about that? No. I read, like, summaries, but I didn't actually look into them. So, the whole idea is, like, you mentioned it a couple of times in there. Like, people were filing, like, FOIA requests, like, Freedom of Information Act, and, like, getting information back from the government in, Mm. like, previously classified files, or even just, like, government files that were on record. Um, But... You can only make a FOIA request from a public server or a public records agency. So if these emails are being stored on a private server, then they can't be accessed by a FOIA request. Hmm. So essentially the only reason that you would be holding all of these emails on a private server would be if you don't want the public to be able to access the information that's in them. Right. I really need to burn that jump off. <laughs> Some shady shit going on. Yeah. yeah, just, like, the amount of people who, like, die under suspicious circumstances or, like, commit suicide with, like, three bullets in their head. And it's like, mm. huh, hmm. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, yeah, it's, like, the culmination of, like, so much evidence that I'm like, okay, it's kind of real. Yeah. But I don't think that gunman should have gone in. Like, that was such a mess. It kind of ruined the whole investigation. Yeah, like, Like, I... no one takes it seriously anymore. Yeah, I am quite willing to disavow anyone that goes into any pizza restaurant with an assault rifle. Mm, yeah. And, like, there were people there. But you think that after he comes out of prison, people are going to start talking about it again? Yeah. It's just kind of under the radar now. Yeah. Yeah. Just got to wait four years. It's also the time, I think it was in, like, the 1980s, where Hillary Clinton was working as, I think, an attorney. Mm-hmm. And she was hired by the like the legal team or like maybe directly by this like child rapist and she slandered the victim in court essentially making like the argument that she wouldn't she wasn't able to like the, mm-hmm. that her testimony was invalid or something and the victim was 13 Jesus are you kidding there's like oh, 
how how is she allowed how is she still allowed to continue how are anyone in that family still allowed to continue on with their careers and their lives and how are they still able to like live with themselves if like all of this stuff that they're doing is true and like most of it is like how how do they go to sleep at night Money i mean power. same yeah. was like trump how does he like how does anyone in american politics or like in politics for that like matter how do they live with themselves just don't understand don't it Maybe if you had all the money in the world, you'd understand. You know what I mean? Sure. It's unbelievable. It's like, holy shit. And this is, like, similar stuff is probably happening, like, in our government today. Mm. Yeah. Like, they're oh, undoubtedly, yeah. like, sex criminals active. Yeah. I don't doubt it. It's great. Yeah. 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 Anyway, any more conspiracy theories? Yeah, who's next? Ooh, yeah. um, okay, all right. I remember mentioning before that I want to do, like, the hollow or concave earth. Yes. yes. But concave earth is one that I really like. There's, like, a bunch of YouTube channels of people that believe that the earth, like, so, like, the, the earth is a sphere, mm-hmm. but we're not on the outside of the sphere. We're on the inside. And so the sky and everything is on the inside of that sphere. And if you dig down, you're actually going further away. Ooh, from crazy. It. I always thought hollow earth was <laughs> round circle, but the inside of the earth was hollow. There's that one too. And that one's actually got a lot of, it had a lot of traction yeah. for a long time. Like, um, certain, I can't remember their exact names. Like I can get them mm. up if I need to, but there were members of the Nazi party, like quite high ranking members that believed that there was like a subterranean, um, race of extremely technologically advanced Aryans, <laughs> like specifically, um, like the like Germanic people, of course, and that they were going to come out of like I stress this the Earth <laughs> and help them win World War Two. I mean, they didn't though, so they were wrong. <laughs> yeah, either that or like this subterranean race of like technologically advanced Aryans is also a lot more socially developed than the Nazi <laughs> yeah. party and they really didn't agree with them. Yeah, they just went to the <laughs> I'd outside. like to believe that's exactly what happened. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, Hollow Earth, so we're living inside the Earth. The concave Earth, yeah. They, they argue that we are on the inside of the sphere. And that the sky, the sun, the moon, and everything like that is like housed in this celestial sphere um, inside of the earth. So kind of like the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah, actually, like the, there's like just the sky above us is like solid. I think a lot of it's based off of like, like ancient Greek writings yeah. and like kind of like the cosmology of like ancient Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. That's so wild. I'd love to see the discourse between concave earth and flat earth. <laughs> I can actually link you to a four hour long oh, oh my God. Yes. of um, a guy like who believes in the concave earth, the truth of the concave earth, um, truth, yeah. arguing with what he calls flat cocks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's four hours long. I think it was three and a half. Oh, like yeah. I'm definitely exaggerating, but it's more than two hours. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm gonna watch that. Sounds <laughs> Just great. The whole duration of it. Oh man, yes, it's insane. 
do you believe in comedy? Yeah, like, what's your stance on this? Uh, are yes, you it's definitely a sphere. <laughs> <laughs> the orientation of which, um, we definitely live on a fucking convex sphere. Like, if you take a plane, you can see the curvature of the Earth. Mm-hmm. And, like, anyone who believes that the Earth is a shape that isn't, like, a fucking planet <laughs> is an idiot. <laughs> Correct. How would the planes fly in the concave Earth? Would they run into a wall eventually? No, because you, you're oh, always turning curve. upwards. Oh, but then wouldn't we be able to see the others? They they really haven't thought that one through very well. The guy I know explains it with celestial mist. Oh my god. That's believable, yeah. But I think once you get to the point where you can just like... <laughs> look at all of the evidence around you and say, no, that's wrong. My evidenceless conclusion is definitely the right choice and I will never break my resolution on that. <laughs> you can do anything. Like, I think the human brain has this amazing ability to just look at the world and ignore it. Yeah. 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 That's where all conspiracy theories come from. Mm. We're just, like, making patterns out of nothing. Yeah. Is the most entertaining thing I've ever seen. Yeah. That's it's good it's good discourse though. Yeah. Fucking flat cooks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, do you know they shot a Tesla out of space today? Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, watching that live stream. And it was successful. Good on them. Yeah, I saw the like the double booster landing. Mm-hmm. Um, that was incredible. Yeah, there's a really nice image of that. Um, Wait, so I saw the takeoff and everyone was like cheering and I was like, great, so like hopefully this all goes well. And then I turned off the TV and I was like, if it crashes, I don't really want to see that. I don't really want to watch it. But is it is it a spaceship? Does it go to the space and then come back down or is it up there now? So like what they do is they have booster rockets that go yeah. on the side of the rocket that take the payload up into space. Yeah. And then they like the boosters land again so they can reuse them. So the way that other rockets work is they just drop the boosters yeah. and they land like the ocean or something. Like I don't know, take out a whale or something. I but mean, <laughs> can they guarantee they're gonna land in the ocean? Like that's what always freaked me out. I thought they just floated around as space junk. But well, see, so like sometimes they come back to Earth and sometimes they just like oh leave them up there. But that's what happened to Skylab. Like Skylab deorbited into like South Australia. Oh my god, mess! I can't deal with space things. No. Space things freak me out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like when um, what is it that scientist Brian Cox explains it? Mm-hmm. Because he used to play the piano in a cool rock band, so I'm just like, yeah, you seem like a cool guy, Brian Cox. <laughs> hope he doesn't fail us. That'd make me sad. I hope he's not taken down in Menghazi. Like, that would be so disappointing. Yeah. 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 Just to go and down just, like that. Like, that. He did so much for science and grey hair. <sighs> God, he's a bit of a fucking silver fox, isn't he? He is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, my science teacher in year nine, she was very taken by him. Just whenever she had the chance, she'd be like, we're going to watch a documentary today, kids. It's going to be educational. I think there are a couple of flat earthers in my class, though. Jeez. Yeah, I think. How, I mean, they, weren't, they weren't that bright. They used to, like, you know, lightly bully me occasionally. But 
I yeah. think mm. in the end, like you will always have the moral victory of knowing the shape of the earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. That's how I survived high school. I knew what I knew. The earth was round, and that we were on top of it. Yeah, like if they were ever chasing after you, you could just run for a while, and eventually they'd just get scared. They were gonna fall off the side oh my God. and turn back. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, I should have done that. Yeah. That's the plan from now on. Plan just to run away from the flat earthers. They will get too scared and give up. Do you have any more conspiracies? I have two short ones. Mm -hmm. One is more of like a a bit of a true crime crossover. Yes. So it's back in 2013 in August. Thanks for the days. No, right? Um... So around midnight, Brandon Lawson leaves his house after arguing with his wife, claiming he's going to go to his father's house, which is a 3.5-hour drive away. And this is around midnight. Um, At 12.38 a.m., Brandon calls his brother Kyle, asking him to bring a gas can as he has run out of petrol. At 12.53 a.m., Brandon calls 911, placing a 43-second-long call. He claims that he is in the middle of a field. He says there is another car there. Um, and has it's kind of difficult to hear, but maybe he said he's been chased into the woods, and he said that he ran into him, whoever him is. Some people claim they hear a gunshot. I don't hear it. Um, and he's asked if he needs an ambulance, and he says no, he needs the police. At 12.58 a.m., a passing truck driver calls 911 about an abandoned vehicle partially off-road. At 1.10 a.m., his brother Kyle and his girlfriend arrive, and at the same time, a deputy responding to the truck driver's 911 call also arrives. Neither are aware that Brandon himself called 911. Um, at 1.19, Brandon calls Kyle and reportedly says he is 10 minutes up the road in a field and that he is bleeding. And 3.30am is presumed when Brandon's phone is turned off or dies, as it is the last time Kyle calls and rings, and it rings instead of going to voicemail. So, Did he die? I don't know, he's still missing. What? They haven't found his body. So, all we know is that he was in a field, and he was maybe bleeding, and there was maybe someone else there. But there was no other cars, no other people. All there is is, like, his truck that was found slightly off-road. These are the ones that freak me out the most. Mm. I know, because it's like, he couldn't have gone anywhere. Yeah. Like, he reminds me of the Mora Murray. Which one is that? So it's 2004, Maura Murray. She, um, she's like 21. She's like a hockey player. She's at uni in America. Mm-hmm. College. And College. she she tells her teachers, I'm not going to be here next week because uh, there's been a death in the family and I need some time off. And they're just like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, go off, have a, have a good time. Turns out no one in the family actually died. Oh. And so... She she disappeared and they found her car partially off-road. Mm-hmm. And then they never found her. And so it's been like a 13... No, 2004, what year is it? It's been a 14-year-long case. That's crazy. But then around that time, a whole bunch of other people in the area disappeared, similar circumstances, to this guy and also to Maura Murray, where they were finding cars partially off-roads and people were going missing. And then there was this guy on the internet and he started posting these really weird cryptic videos like subtly implying well not even subtly like implying that he was the one that like had kidnapped 
Oh no. This girl and the police investigated and he passed like the the um lie detector test. The lie detector test is oh. bullshit yeah. though. So I they can't never, deal. So they never like went back and That is so freaky in. though. Yeah, you can watch the videos online. They're horrifying. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Just reminds me of this guy though, because same same kind of circumstance except he yeah. had a phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. But it's like they both, like, in both cases, they, like, told someone that they were going. Mm. See, missing person cases, they always freak me out. Just yeah. because, like, you just don't know. Like, yeah. there are all kinds of explanations, but in this one, it's just who were these people that were chasing him? Yeah. I mean, a theory that I heard about a lot of missing persons cases, which, like, I've kind of, it's probably bullshit, but I've always kind of, like, mm. thought is an interesting idea is that there's this, form of psychosis that makes people just abandon their lives but because that's it's like the way that it manifests it's undiagnosable yeah yeah because everyone who has it abandons their life and goes somewhere else is that the one is it kind of the one where someone thinks that they're after them like you know that family could possibly in australia i think in 2016 I thought and they had, like, a shared delusion, though. Yeah, yeah, but, like, same kind of origin where you think that someone's is after, after you. you. That was... Uh, yeah, I'm terrified that that's going to happen to me as well. Because that's a scary thing, is you can just... It can just happen. Yeah, and, like, you yes, don't know. It's like, oh, I had no idea that work was stressing me out to the point where I started believing that there was a serial killer tailing me, and yeah. I abandoned my life and never spoke to anyone from it again. Yeah. yeah. Like, even last night, I was just thinking about, oh, I have to come to the city tomorrow... And I was like, oh, that's stressing me out. And then my brain went, what if there's a serial killer in your home right now? And I was like, oh. Oh, my God. There could be. And, like, I think that I'm probably going to be one of those people that could fall, like, fall to that kind of thing. Yeah. I just think that a serial killer is after them and then just pack up. But at least I'm aware about it. Yeah. yeah. It's the self-awareness that counts. My, my shrink would say something like that. Should say if this is something you're cautious of, you probably shouldn't worry about it that much. Yeah, because like if I do ever think, and like there might one day actually be a serial killer after me, and I'd be like, no, nah. no, no, it's fine, no, I'm fine, and then I wind up dead, and then I was uh, in heaven. I hope in heaven. I hope. I think you will be to like. You think? I think I'm yeah. going to like a medium, a medium, medium place. I love the good place. It is <laughs> so, so good. good. So good. Oh, so addictive. I love the bit where like the demons are doing karaoke. Yeah. They do it to like the Nixon <laughs> tapes. <laughs> and so this is girl gets on to, and she's like, I've never known an Irishman to not be mean when he's drunk. It's one of those fucking so awful good. things Richard Nixon yes. says. Such a fucking oh, good show. Oh my god. I yes. would die for that show, honestly. Yeah. Um I was gonna say something, but I've forgotten now. It's true. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like, everyone's afraid of being killed by a serial killer, but no one's afraid of, like, being in a car accident. I'm afraid of being in a car accident. I'm afraid of dying in a car accident. Just constantly. I'm okay if I die in it, because I'll just be, like, reincarnated as a killer whale, fingers crossed. That's, yeah, actually, yeah, that's a good choice. That's a very good choice. I'm scared of being in a vegetable state. Yeah, that's oh, the most yeah. terrifying thing in the world to me. Like, if that ever happens to me, I, I just want my life support turned off. Literally me watching I, Million Dollar Baby. I oh wouldn't. My God. I'm hoping there's going to be, like, a Black Mirror scenario, like San Junipero. 
Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. totally yeah, yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. I would that's like the greatest. Um, Mum, Dad, if you're listening mm. to this, um, thank you for sticking around. Um, but also keep me on life support because I want to fall in love while I'm in a vegetable state. A really state, cute please. girl. Yeah, with a really cute girl. I had a San Junipero moment. I think I talked about it in another episode that we did, but it was I was dressed as Yorkie from San Junipero. I had a San Junipero moment. It was just really beautiful. So if, if I'm in a vegetable state, keep me going, please. If you find my body. I'm quite the opposite. I'd be like, just turn my life. Which actually, this brings us to the greatest of all conspiracy theories, mm. which is just that we live in a computer simulation. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's the one. I, I remember reading that some scientists have proven that we were living in a version of The Sims, but then I read at the end of last year that that had been disproven. Yeah. But... Is that just a cover-up? See, like, I feel... Maybe. Is that, like, the, the writers of the simulation just going, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> then it's also, like, because whoever's simulating us um, also programs all of our stimuli, there's no way for us to ever know. If it's, a, yeah. if it's designed, then we'll probably never know because they'll just program us to not be able to notice that we're in a simulation. Sure. Unless it's a test to see how long it takes us to find out. But how strange is it that, like, as subjects of a simulation, we've made, like, media that is of exactly that. Yeah, we've... It's, like, self-awareness on, like, another level. That brings me to another conspiracy theory that I was looking at last night, and then I had to stop looking at it because I got too scared. But um, there's a conspiracy theory that all of your memories were created last Thursday. I've heard of that (gasps) one. I've heard of that one. Yeah, that one terrifies me. Can't do it. It's like stop. Because I was like, I was thinking back. I was thinking back on my memories, and I was like, wait. The further and further we go on through life, the further those memories are in the past. So I can't prove now that they happened. Like I have scars and stuff from like falling over in the air. I've got a lump on my head from when I like fractured my skull. But I can't prove that. Like that actually really happened, though. Because what if they were, like, because made yeah. for you what when if? your memories were implanted? Uh, it's just the whole... What is it? The Arnold Schwarzenegger Total film? Total Recall. Total Recall, yeah. Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't. It's so good. I really like it. Yeah. I'll get onto it. Yes, yes, yeah. I just... That also scares me. I'm scared that we're going to live in a Total Recall universe one day, and I'm scared that maybe... What if we now, though, are living, like, double lives and none of us know it? It's totally possible. I don't know. Like, parallel universes? Like, how many versions of this is happening right now? I feel like I'd be pretty consistent across most parallel universes. Mm. Have you heard the mirror theory? Like, the reason that you can't, like, that's a parallel universe and you can't go through because the other person stops you? I mean, (laughs) I like that idea. Like, whoa, whoever came up with that, Thanks for ruining mirrors for me, but mirrors also, all, again, but also like, it's ruined. a solid object. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just all of optics and how light works and the photographic principles that we practice <laughs> based on are all just like uh, this elaborate government cover up that's been going on since like the seventeenth century. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mirrors are fake. Mirrors are fake. Um, Coney Island is a false flag operation. <laughs> Yeah. Where else has mirrors? Um, Bloody Mary. Bringing that supernatural. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. That terrified me growing up. Me too. Mm. I did it though. Like still, I was terrified, but I still did it. And I was like, why am I like this? My friend did it. And then while we were like having a sleepover, she scratched my back in my sleep <laughs> and then hopped back into bed. And I woke up and I was like, what the heck? And she pretended to be asleep. And then the next morning she told me it was Bloody Mary and I believed her. I love how she was asleep and yet she still claims it was Bloody Mary as if she knew. No. I... <laughs> She's like, it was her. I saw her. She's like, yeah, I saw her in the bedroom with the fingernails and she came out of the mirror. And it was oh God, how terrifying. Just... So if like all she did was scratch, you kind of got off light. Isn't she supposed to like, yeah, like... claw your eyes out or something? Yeah. yeah. Like you'd be dead yeah. if it was Bloody Mary. Mm. <laughs> I can just imagine like you at that age like sucks for you i'm not fucking dead so it wasn't her <laughs> oh no she fucking dead <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh that's those are some good conspiracy theories they i were. have a lot Pretty of homework yeah you gotta yeah. look up all the murderers in the whole yeah, world yeah i do you guys need to like curate a list Okay. I will. I I'll actually do, will. I'll do all of the ones that are just like people who think that the structure of the universe is different, <laughs> yes. and you do all of the ones that are just like weird Americans. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> Solid. That was awesome. Yeah. You're gonna have the best night ever. Like I'm so jealous of people like who yeah. read It'll this show. I'm gonna have the time. best night, the best you know morning because I'm not gonna be able to sleep after this. 100%, but yeah. I would have had a good time. Let me fucking work. Like considering yeah. you've already sort of practiced <laughs> auto trepanation. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> True, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be seeing that. You're ready. Like, it's fine. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to learn about the world. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on, guys. I had a really thanks nice time. Thanks for being on. This is a really fun episode. Oh, yeah. I'm glad. I had a great time. I'm going to have cool. to get you back. Yes. Come back anytime you like. Cool. So that was the episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.